This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Well, yeah, that is it. That's full time, obviously, as we just said. Stoke nil, Leicester 4 and let's get the boss in, of course. Here is Phil. Hi, chaps. That was a, a, a convincing win in the end, wasn't it? Very convincing. Some good goals. Enjoyable. And it's it's lovely to be in the position where Leicester City, our club, look like one of the big clubs out of the Premier League when we play these games now. We, we go there and we genuinely look like, you know, we took it seriously and we were cruising, Tom. Yeah, do you know what? I think today that's something that we've, we've done in a professional job. We've not mucked around with the team too much and we've won comfortably in the end. And like you said, 2 0, well, the second half, we, we upped it. You know, we got out of second and third gear. And I was saying, Unsung Hero today was Perez from pulling their defence around because the second goal comes in from what we talked about. Perez dropping in and Tillemans playing that lovely ball in behind and Kevin the shot onto his left button, bends it in the bottom corner. So. Look, game set match, and soon as the third and the fourth went in, this it, it looks like it's a non-contest. But Stoke gave us a game today, up to about 50, 60 minutes. Stoke really gave us a game and tried to take us on, but at the end, the quality told. Uh, Jamie's joined us. We'll get as many comments in there. Don't forget, we want your views. Let us know who you thought was man of the match today. I'll ask the lads what they thought to that. Uh, CK saying, well done, Sean. Got it spot on. Patrick saying 4-0. Even Perez scored. Listen, Perez, for me, had a good game, like Tom just said. And he did like Vardy. He scored his goal when he got the chance. So I was I was more than pleased with Iosi Perez today. Uh, second half was like a training session, says Andy. It was very nice play from Leicester. Good win, says Adele. Uh, on YouTube, Carlos says 4-0, get in there. Uh, Thanks, Albrighton, says Stuart Widows, uh, proving me wrong. Yeah, I think Mark Albrighton did have a good game. We want to know who you think your man of the match was. Let's go straight to uh, Jamie. Um, Jamie, a good win. Who who was your man of the match today? What were your highlights? Well, it was, well, it was a good all-round performance to start off with. Um, thought it was a professional job. And we, we did what we needed to do. We won. We won. We Won quite easily, 4-0. Uh, like Kev says, bring on the next round. As for man of the match, I don't know. It's it's a tough one. There wasn't one... I don't think, for me, there wasn't one outstanding player. I'd say... I don't know. Maybe Perez, because he did the job of pulling them out. Like Tom says, he was pulling defenders out of the way and he was making spaces and that. So, I don't know. It, Perez or Brighton didn't have the best of games. It, some of his free kicks was a little bit ranked today. So, I can't, I can't really give it to him. Yeah, I'll give it. I'll give it Perez because he worked hard up top against a big back line of Stoke. So yeah, I'll give it to Perez. I think. 
Look, so who are you chucking the mix for Man yeah. of the Match today? I'll quickly say, because my internet is going pear-shaped, so this will be my last say. Uh, yeah, Yay. for me, for me, Perez. <laughs> um, Perez is a good in, yeah. Um, Perez are all Brighton for me. It's hard to choose. As Tom pointed out towards the end of the game, I think Perez, um, just because obviously he did all the dirty work, um, playing as a kind of false nine, if you like, you know, with, with the two wingers kind of playing as inside forwards, uh, it, it was a good watch. But yeah, for me, Oyozi Perez. And uh, hold on, before I go. <laughs> Cheers all, thank you very much. Cheers, Locks. Thanks for taking us through. Uh, Tom, you're, you're, who, who were you thinking for Man of the Match? A lot of people on Twitter are saying, we've put a poll up as ever. There was that many players. Nobody was a massive outstanding out player, but a lot of players had a decent game. We put in our four on Twitter, all, out of all Brighton, Castagna, James Justin, and we, we were toying with Dennis Pratt or Yuri Tielemans and everybody's slating us for not putting Tielemans into the poll. Uh, but uh, 47% of fans are saying Yuri Tielemans out of the four we put up, Tom. Yeah, I mean, Tielemans had a quiet first half, let's be honest. He didn't do a lot in the first half. It was more the second half where he started to pull the strings. I mean, I thought JJ was brilliant today. I really did. He'd gone unnoticed again. Once again, did his job well, scored a great goal. Uh, I'd say JJ. I think JJ was up there. I know Tielemans will get their line for his pass, but for someone to play as well as JJ did and score, what a finish from JJ today as well. I give it to James Justin. The Luton Cafu. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it was a, I mean, it was a great goal. It, I said it will make the highlights package of this weekend's FA Cup goals for sure. Definitely. Um, let's get uh, some views in and then we're going to add in. We've already had some people click on the link. We've got Chris, Mark, uh, Jay and R waiting to come in. So we will get as many of those on as we can shortly. Uh, Nandez uh, on YouTube says Castagna was class. He certainly had a good game. Stephen Price saying all 10 outfield were man of the match. Casper uh, had almost nothing to do, Jamie. I think he had one save towards the end. I think it's uh, when McLean had that shot. Um, I think that after about 65 minutes, I think they said that was Stokes' first attempt on target in the second half. But he had a couple of headers that he just collected. But other than that, Michael had nothing to do. The only disappointing thing today was Dennis Pratt's injury, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah Tom, I mean, it looked, it definitely was a hamstring that he pulled up, yeah. didn't he? I'm trying to make that. It was a great ball from Yuri Tillemans and a great run by Dennis Pratt. But, um, that sums up the game today, really. That that move there, once again, Nacho was the decoy runner to pull inside, hold the ball up. Pratt then made the lumbursting run over the top. And considering he played all game, and hasn't played regular, to be still making that run in the 80th, 85th minute, it was fair play to him. But yeah, that's the only downside today that we've probably lost him now anywhere between four to 12 weeks. Yeah, it could be, Jamie. He could be out for, he could be out for quite it a little bit. It depends what it is. Hopefully, it's just it's just a twinge or something, but it looked worse than that because as soon as he did it, he pulled up straight away, signalled to the bench, and he knew his left, his left fetlock, he's pulled it. So, I he'll mean, be out for, well, you know, no idea. Different grades of tears, isn't there? So, hopefully, touch wood, it's not going to be too bad. I mean, Tom, there's been talk There's been talk about some players leaving Leicester or either on loan. There's been talk of Hamza Chowdhury going maybe on loan to somebody like Newcastle. Demari Gray could go. You only need one or two injuries like this one to Dennis Pratt just at a time where you go, really, don't want to let too many players go, do we? Can't see Hamza going now. Not now if Pratt's out for 12 weeks. You know, if you say that's the maximum. Maybe How many 12. weeks? 12. Depends could what be. Could be 12 weeks. If, if it's a hamstring, ham- Jamie. If he's tore his hamstring. Could be up to well, that's three him months. out for the season then, really, isn't it? If yeah. you think about it. And then got to recover. So it could be 12 weeks, you know, 
short term, it's going to be a month if he's pulled. It all depends what I'm saying. Next 48 hours will be crucial. But if that's the case, and I can't see Hamza going anywhere now because that leaves you with, let's work it out, uh, Tillemans and Diddy, Madison, Mendy and Hamza. Five five midfielders in there. And with the UEFA, you know, you're, you're still playing in. You're going to have to have to keep up this team around. Uh, Pete the only thing is with that though, Tom, Oh, the only thing with uh, that is, Chowdhury is a different type of player to... Um, uh, to Pratt and Tillemans and that. Do we need Chowdhury to be there? Or it's like that. I don't, somebody just mentioned Jujby Hall then. I didn't see who it was that mentioned it. Maybe it's time to bring him back as cover. Or is I'm it not, better leaving him at Luton and getting him I, game time? I think for me, if we can leave him at Luton, give him the game time because he's ripping up trees in the Championship, mate. Let's not get it wrong. He's making the Championship look fun by the sounds of it. Every Luton Town game, he's nearly bound the match. I think out of the last seven games, he's been managed match five times. That shows you the standards he's playing at in the championship. And let's not go wrong, Harvey Barnes did exactly the same, cleared off to League One, then cleared off to the championship for a couple of seasons. It's working well with Leicester. So hopefully next year, Jubilee's on the edge of the, the you know the first team and getting games. But I think to bring him back now would be not great for his confidence to be stuck on the bench, maybe and get an occasional game, you know, for 10, 20 minutes at the end. Chaps, right, we've got lots of fans clicked on the link, which is great. I'm going to try and get them in, and I just want, I want to hear what they think about the game, and then we'll move on to the next one. I'm going to start with Jono, and then I'll get Chris in, and then I'll get EKG, JNR. So I'm going to start with you, Jono. Welcome to the show again, Jono. Hi, guys. Jono, give us your uh, your post-match views on today's game. We've got a lot of fans want to get their say in, so uh, Yeah, um, job done, really. Um Justin was man of the match for me. Uh, he was solid. He came forward. All the, he looked neat and tidy. Did a lot of good stuff, and he got a great goal. So that's for me, man of the match. Um, job done for me. Great. Not nice to see us looking comfortable, Jono, today. In the end. Yeah, I mean, as soon as the second goal went in, there was no contest really. Um, yeah, but I just yeah, they we were clearly better than them throughout. So it's it's. You know, it's what I expected at the beginning of the game, to be honest. I said 3-0 um, with the strong side that we put out. And we essentially did what we should have done, really, with the quality we've got. So, to me, it was uh, to be expected. Yeah, Jamie, I think that, like Jono said before the match, it, a strong side went out. Brendan Rodgers taking it very, very seriously. Obviously, fancies the FA Cup. Yeah, if we'd come away with a 1-0 win, we'd have been thinking, well, was it worth putting that team out? But... Rodgers has put that team out. We've come away with a 4-0 win. Clean sheet for the defence. Siunku's got some minutes. Rodgers is... Well done, Brendan Rodgers, for doing it. But if it, it's, it would have been a different kettle of fish if we'd scraped a 1-0 win and not look very good. But he put that team out and that was it. Perfect result for end of a perfect day, really, with Derby losing. So, Johnny, you'd agree with that? Brendan Rodgers got it spot on. Yeah, he did. Uh, the only downside was Pratt's injury. Uh, you know, he's yet to be seen how serious it is. But... If it is a serious one, like uh, Tom was saying, you know, I would, I would give a shout out to Jewsbury Hall. He's done it's fantastic so far at Luton, and I think, you know, if we do need an extra bod in midfield, I think, you know, let's throw him in for games like this for the rest of the season, and you give him, give him some game time. I think, uh, you know, he's he's shown that he's got the quality, the championship level. I, I understand what you're saying about him needing more game time. But I think, you know, Harvey Barnes came back um, when he was tearing up trees at West Brom and he came yep. back halfway through, didn't he? So um, if it is a serious one for Pratt, then that, I think, could be an option. Could be. Thanks, Jono. I'm going to let you go and I'm going to add in Mark and then Chris. 
Cheers, Jono. Cheers, bye-bye. Thanks to Jono. Let's add in um, Mark, who joined us before the game. Mark. Hello, boys. Hello again. Are you pleased with that today? Oh, faultless, really, wasn't it? First half, first 20 minutes were a bit worrying, but they've got big, strong um, attacking players that could have caused us issues, but our defence dealt with it. So, Yeah, I agree. Tom... I mean, Mark's saying there about uh, that Stoke were, were decent. They're a decent championship side. It did feel like, I do think the more and more I see of Leicester grow over over a year on year, it feels like we are one of these, I do feel like we are a top four, top six club now with with how we've just turned out today against a decent championship side. We are, we were head and shoulders above them. Difference between us and most top four clubs, though, mate, is we haven't put the kids out. Mm. You know, if you look at Arsenal... Chelsea, well, probably not Chelsea, but Man U, Man City, they send a lot of weakened teams into the championship games just because they want to rest players. Where, you know what, Rogers looked at it with a week to our next game. Do you know what? No, I'm going to send the first team there, you know, without Madison and Vardy because of knocks and not risk anything. And we've done a professional job today to get through to the next round. Look, no quarters on enough problems in that game. They had the best chance in the first half at 0 0 with votes who volleyed over the crossbar from all the six yards out. Uh, as soon as we got the goal, it changed it. And Stokes' threat mainly was corners. And again, we still look weak at defending corners. They don't know why and what's going on, but we don't look comfortable at the moment from any set piece or corner. We just looked ragged at the back. Mark, who was well? Who was your man of the match, Mark? But also, which was your favourite goal today and why? Um, man of the match was tricky because I'd probably say man of the whole match would have been JJ. But I thought for Farner played a cracking role today. Yeah. He was aggressive. Um, he didn't give anybody a second on the ball. I think the, the only reason he came off when he did because you don't risk him wanting to get a red card. Um, but he, if it had stayed on, I think I'd probably have given it to, to Fafana. Yeah, I think, Mark, I think that's a good shout. We've not really mentioned Fafana. He did have a great game. Thanks, Mark, for joining us. I'm going to get Chris in now. We'll see you next game. Cheers, Mark. Mark. Yeah. Cheers. Uh, yeah, I want Jamie Fafana. Really, I we said when, when he came off, we were saying, "Crikey, you forget he is just twenty, isn't he?" Yeah, he had a decent, he had a good game, didn't he? The the, uh, the commentators, because uh, I had it on Irish TV, the commentators were bigging him up all game long. He did his normal job. He came in, he headed the ball. When it's like straight down the field, he gets up high and he heads it straight back. He wins tackles. He's a bit like Ndidi with his legs. He's able to get his legs around players. So, yeah, so he's, he is a quality defender. And like you say, we bought him for 30 million when he was 19, three months ago, and he's now 20. And he's just going to get better and better, I think, to be honest. He is. Chris, th- Chris, thanks for joining us today. What's what's your post-match views on it? Well, um, as I said, this, this was an absolutely fantastic result. Um, I actually got the score spot on for once. Um, <laughs> well done. Usually, usually I'm miles off, but I actually got the score spot on this time. Um, and yeah, it's been the perfect day for me because I got to see my hometown choke. My home, te- <laughs> my home team choke one nil up, and then they draw one all with Lincoln. So it's a great team. It's a great day for me. Uh, Chris, who was your man of the match, and what was your favourite goal, and why? Uh, well, man of the match, I gave to JJ um, yeah. because uh, I thought he was absolutely superb. And uh, in terms of goal, I would say because uh, I could only really watch the last two goals. Uh, and that was from highlights shows because um, it wasn't available anywhere for me. 
Um, so I can only see sort of the highlights on the BBC kind of thing. So I only saw the last two goals. Um, but uh, in terms of the goals, I loved the third one. Yeah. Um, I thought that was absolutely brilliant. Tom, um, a lot a of comments. A easy, but, you know. Tom, we've been bigging up James Justin. Obviously, Ricardo Pereira not quite back into the side. What, you know, is JJ's not going to get dropped at this rate, is he, for Ricardo Pereira? Pereira's going to have to fight his way back, isn't he? I think Brendan Ron's been more than happy to have that as a, a problem, you know. A Portuguese international who's, who's now got to push his way back into the team, if that's a right back or right wing back, you know. It gives such an option down that right-hand side now. You can play Ricardo higher up the pitch and keep your teams even more problems with his little one twos around the box and have James Justin bombing in front of him. Look, the future's bright. Let's not go back too long ago that James Justin was the uh, latest Chilwell. He was getting slated every game. It's his fault. It's Justin's fault this. It's Justin's fault that. And he's come on leaps and bounds since the end of last season. Literally, you know, the Man City game away was a turning point for me because... He became a man that game when he knocked Morris off the ball and set up a third goal. So defensively now, he's starting to get even better. And that's working with the likes of Morgan, Fuchs, uh, Johnny Evans at the back. will only make him better as a player. Uh, Chris, just before we let you go, um, mm -hmm. who would you like to get in the next round of the Cup, Chris? And why? I wish my home team were in the draw because then I could say, please, let it be my own team. But um, they got knocked out in the last round. So... Um, so that's not going to happen. Uh, so potentially, I would love for us to potentially play the winner of Arsenal-Newcastle. I think that would be a cracking match for us because, um, don't get me wrong, you know, I don't expect us to, to potentially, you know, do well on that. But at the same time, it could, you know, potentially be live so we can actually watch it. And also, it would then make Rodgers potentially think, OK, we need to really fight for this. Chris, by the way, you do know today's match was for free live on the BBC uh, Red Button, don't you? No, I did not know that. Thank you for telling me that. The whole game? Are you kidding me? Mind <laughs> you, I have been at, I have been at work until uh, oh, well. since, uh, since nine o'clock this morning. Well, that's so. fair enough. Chris, thanks for joining us. We'll see you for the next game, mate. Cheers. You bet. I, I just sounded like Chris didn't realise that. Let's get in Jay and R. They've been waiting patiently. The Phil, you needed them. to put you, you needed to put Yuri on the uh, Twitter list because everyone's going Yuri for me, Yuri for me. I know. Well, fair enough. You can't we win, can you? You can't win. Do you know what? It's just one of those. I actually personally, I think it was James Justin anyway. So the rest were just fillers because I think it should be James <laughs> Justin. Jack, who was your man of the match? Let's start with you. You know who I'm going to choose. Come on, Jamie, Luton, Cafu and all that. Yeah, I'm going James Justin. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going for my man, James Justin, the Luton Cafu. Uh, Ross, um, did you manage to see the game and the goals? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was your, fa yeah, what was your yeah. favourite, Ross? Oh, it's got to be J Double J, isn't it? That's not Jack Jarrett now, James Justin. <laughs> um, J J that's that's got to be nice, Double J, isn't it? Come on. Get him, get, him I do, get him in the cowboy hat, that'd be sick. We need to keep a list of all the places Ross dials in from. <laughs> it's the park, it's the bus, it's having a pizza, it'll be him on the bog next time. Well, it looks like he's going to rob a bank. Charlie, Charlie predicted the right goal score of Harvey Barnes, and we corrected the correct goal, goal result of 4-0. Um, so yeah, we, we scored into Barnes, Harvey Barnes scored. Um, no, I'm trying to keep it short and sweet because I'm on the bus. 
yourself. We'll see you later, Ross. Um, yeah, no worries. Well, I, I said one thing. Um, James Justin, the way he keeps on playing at the minute, I won't be surprised. I, I think he could be, it could be England's main right back. He will give Alexander Arnold the run for his money if he keeps playing like he is at the minute. So, yeah. that's what I'm going to say. All right. So, Cheers, Ross. We'll see you later. I've, I've, let, I've cut him off. He's on the bus. I'm sorry about that. Bless him. He does. He comes in from anywhere. Jack, um, we we took it seriously and, and Leicester certainly played very well, didn't they? Yeah. A phenomenal performance from the boys. Uh, he put out a strong team and that's what we need to keep doing. If we want to win trophies, we have to do it that way. Um, I think Brendan wants a trophy this season and if it's the FA Cup or the Europa League or the Premier League title, then so be it. I'm, I don't really care which one, to be honest. Yeah, absolutely. I'm going to add in... Let's Go add in... Sorry. What do you say, Tom? Go for the treble. Yeah, okay. get in there, Tom. <laughs> Hi, mate. Thanks for joining us. Can you tell us your name? Hi, how are you? My name's Elijah. Nice to meet you. Brilliant. How are you? What did you reckon to, to do today's game? I thought it was fantastic. You know, I mean, it seemed like exactly what Brendan wanted out of the match. You know, we got a good first goal in the first half, forced Stoke to try to attack, and then just pummeled him. Yeah, absolutely. What was your favourite goal today and why? Oh, well, I, I got to go for the first one. I mean, that was just it's going to be a classic for the season. Yeah, James, Justin, Tom, we've talked about it a lot, but it really was. It's one of those goals I think you'll remember for quite a few years, to be fair, Tom. You think about it, what made it more difficult was he had to come back from the byline. So he'd already gone past the 18-yard line. He had to cut back inside, took on two defenders with silky skills, and then smash it. I mean, if you look at the goalkeeper, he doesn't even move. He plants his feet to think where it's going. And before he knows it's in the top corner, what a finish. It's up there with, you know, goal of the season contenders with James Madison's two already for the one at Man City and the one at Brighton at home. So, fair play to him. Yeah, EKJ, before we go, let you go, I'm calling you that because you're on your YouTube name, isn't it? Um, yeah. The FA Cup, again, we didn't think, I, I personally didn't think Leicester were going to put out a strong side, but Brendan clearly has got it right today, hasn't he? Yeah, I mean, I, I mentioned at the start of the match that I thought it might be a, a statement of intent to transfers to show that, you know, we're going for trophies and we're putting out our best teams when we can. And like you mentioned earlier, you know, if we ended in a 1-0 win, that wouldn't have really made that statement, but it paid off. Brilliant, mate. Thanks for joining us. Can you just tell us, you sound like you're obviously you're from America, aren't you? Uh, I'm Canadian. <laughs> there we go. Sorry, mate. Take your foot out your mouth, Phil. Are, are you are you in Canada now? Yes. Whereabouts? Come on, tell us where you are. I'm in Toronto, in Eastern Canada. Fantastic. Thank, thanks a lot for joining us and, and coming on. Do come on again. For sure. Thanks for having me. Brilliant. Cheers, mate. Cheers, mate. Talking, Cheers, Elijah. Talking of the States, let's add in Michael as Is well. Michael? Here we go. Here we go. USA. Here's our Michael. Well, yeah, Michael, what yeah, what a week it has been to be in America, mate. Let's not go into politics. Uh, yes. <laughs> good thing for football, that's for sure. You know, as an American, uh, as a new American follower of English football, the cups are something that I really don't know about, but I do know about winning. And I do understand that sometimes the big clubs might send their uh, lower level players out there. But we sent out our first team with two subs, with two changes, I'm sorry, because Brendan wants the trophy. And the players went out there with confidence today. 
and aggression. I love how we we're starting to close down the ball, not starting. We've been doing it all season, but how we close down the ball on, uh, on heavy touches from the opposition. It's, it's really a sight to see. That's what I like. I like aggression. I like uh, hustling towards the ball. Uh, James Justin today, I want to see the, the, uh, how many miles he ran today. Cause he was up and down Castagna as well. Uh, the goal for uh, Perez, uh, he was in the box. He was he was like uh, on the spot uh, laying that off. I love his runs. You know, it was a, a professional. I've heard a lot of people say that uh, term today. It's a professional job and a, a great win. I love it. Michael, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask you about Demari Gray because I know you're a massive fan of him. And again, he, he didn't feature again today. Do you, do you feel, yeah, I know you've got a shirt on again. Every one of your shirts has got number seven and gray on, Michael. Do you, do you actually, I know you'll be sad, but do you feel like it is probably tight? He it, it is going to go now. He's going to go. You know, uh, if he's not playing, he needs to go somewhere where he's going to play. Um, he he had his time here. Everyone forgets that he's the one that scored the goal after Kuhn Vishai died, and they want to get him out the club now. But you I know, don't, I don't think I don't think fans, Michael, want to get rid of Demari Gray. I certainly don't. I just feel like I feel like Brendan's not picking him if he can't make the FA Cup side. Yeah, obviously, obviously something in training isn't clicking. Obviously, something in the locker room isn't clicking. Uh, and and Brendan, you know, he he doesn't fit. And uh, good luck to him somewhere else, you know. I, it will be sad. I will be sad, for sure. Michael, if he goes, you're not going to follow the team he goes to, are you? You're going to stay with Leicester, aren't you? You know what? I love the city of Leicester. You know, the two times yeah. I went there, I love the city of Leicester. I will follow this club to the championship if it ever happened. <laughs> Don't well, say that. Don't say it, but I, t- you might- <laughs> I said that three years ago to someone. I was like getting all drunk and stuff. I was like, I would follow this club to the championship. <laughs> hey, trust us, we've been down lower than that as well. So you, you, never, you never know with Leicester where you'll have to go, Michael. For sure, for sure. Uh, Jack, let's just bring you back into it. Um, FA Cup, obviously, we've got a week off now. The next the next Premier League game, Jack, um, Southampton. is against Southampton. Yes, thank you. Um, Michael's gone. Well, thanks, Michael, for joining oh. us. Jack, um, you didn't South have to go. Southampton in about a week's time. It, we've got a nice little breather now, haven't we? Yeah, nice little breather, but a very tricky game. Um, Southampton, they're, they're in good they're, form. They're, they're playing well this season, Southampton. Danny Ings is scoring, Che Adams. And I like James Ward-Prowse, the midfield of Southampton. I think he's phenomenal, especially the way he takes his free kicks. I'm not now. Listen, I, I'm going to put a comment on screen here, and I don't know who wants to pick up on it out of Jack, Jamie, or Tom. But this is this is Anthony. Now, Anthony says, "I'll peek above it." He says, "I think we played well, but we need to create more during a game. We seem to be trying too many perfect passes. One, two chances a game will not push us to greatness. Need to move faster and and not allow teams to get eleven players behind the ball." But progression is slowly happening. I, I think Anthony, I, I I'll be interested to hear what one of the other guys who's on live thinks. I I feel Anthony, you're being I think extremely harsh with that because I, I genuinely feel like we were well in control today against um, Stoke. I, I can see massive progression in Leicester in the last 12 months. Um, you know, we, we could have got another two or three or four today. We were playing some lovely football. W- would any of you like to pick up on Anthony? And don't, we're not slating into Anthony. I just, I don't agree with that comment. No, I actually do agree with him a little bit. Oh, okay. Go I, for I, it. Yeah, we're keeping possession. We're not actually making... The killer balls. Oh, fuck. Oh. We're not making. Sorry, we're not making doing the killer balls. We're trying to, like he says, we're trying to make that perfect pass. And the possession 
possession-based football. Um, the commentator says Leicester were dominating the possession. It was 53-47 towards the end of the, uh, end of the first half. I won't call that dominating it, but we are trying to pick the perfect pass too much against Newcastle and against Southampton last year. We didn't have to do that. We were just we were the flowing football, and we did play a bit more flowing football in in parts today. But I do agree with what Anthony has said that we are was it sorry was it Anthony? Yeah, Anthony. Yeah, we are trying to pick that perfect pass too many times. But Tom, Tom, well, yeah, but isn't that because we're? I just feel like we're we're playing so well. We've got we've got so many good players. We we can now start to play like that. We are playing like one of the best teams in the Premier League at times. We've won today 4-0 without Madison, without Vardy. Uh, we've evolved completely in the last eight, what, two years now since Brendan came to the football club. In the last 12 months, we've evolved even more because we've gone to teams like Man City, like Arsenal, where we would have gone and tried to play this possession game and got absolutely tanked, uh, where we've now changed it and Rodgers has had to play his cards differently. He's even admitted it, he's played his card differently, that he knows he can't go to Man City and Arsenal and try and play a possession game. He's got to be more defensive and we take our time uh, and win games. But for me, you know, yes, there is times where we try and overplay it and we complicate it too much, where there like a couple of times today, just play the right ball, one ball, slide someone in instead of trying four or five passes around the box. And it can get frustrating, as Jamie said, especially when we're nil-nil against teams who are sitting deep. But we are, as Phil said, we're involved to a, a, a lot better team. And if you want to be one of those top teams, you need to be able to find those killer balls more often. So I but think... Why don't, sorry, Tom. So I was going to say, Madison summed up in an interview where he said, I'm not going to change how I play. I'm not going to change where I'm going to try those killer balls because if I don't try it, then it might not come off. But sometimes, like Andy just put on there about having a shot, why don't we have a pop on goal instead of making one extra pass? <clears> have a pop. Something will happen. You might get a deflection. You might get the keeper parry it. You might, it might go to a... Why do we need to make... not saying the football's wrong, but there's a chance it could go straight to another Leicester player. And if we have a pop from 25, 30 yards, we don't see... When was the last time we scored a goal from long range in open well, play? Not a free kick. James, James, Justin, James Justin no, just from, scored a 20-yarder from the cup. Apart, apart, apart from today, that well, was probably but, the first time we've scored a half-decent goal from a long from long range. I'm, I'm hearing... I'm, uh, well, it's fair enough. We don't have enough pops at goal. I, I, Jack, about two years ago, obviously, when Claude Puel pulled this team together, I, for about a year after that, I thought Brendan's... Play, you know, using a lot of that team and squad, and is is I I used to think is is Brendan doing anything that much different to Claude Well, it's similar. I'm now really seeing some differences with where the team is, as like Tom said, is evolved to. I I just think we when we when I used to play football really badly, we almost there was times where where you feel like you're on top and you can really play these balls. Nothing like Leicester. I think they're just full of confidence, Jack. Yeah. We're, 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 we're playing very well at times. Um, with Brendan Rodgers, when he came in, he's adapted to the players that he's got. He's brought in new players, obviously James Justin. Uh, he brought Tillemans back. Um, so, yeah, it's just dealing with what he's got. And with Brendan Rodgers, he likes to play a certain way of football. I know it can be frustrating at times when it's sideways, backwards, taking time to go forward. But we're getting there in the way he wants to play and it's proving why 
it's working than rather not. Jamie? Yeah, I know. I understand what people are saying. Yes, the, the Madders goal. All right, so all right then. Madders goal and the JJ today. But why do we have to make... Why there was times today where we had it or other times where we've had it on the 18-yard box and we've decided to go sideways. Why don't you just have a pot? Why, can't, why don't players... Because we're cruising, Jamie. We were cruising today in, in first yeah, gear. Not just, not just today, though. We don't have a pot. We're the, one, we're the team that's had the least chances, I think, in the Premier League. We don't have a pop on goal. If we had a pop on goal and it got a deflection or the keeper parried it, that's that's my view. I'm agreeing with Anthony there. We, we don't have enough shots on goal. We try to make that perfect pass all the time. We've done well. The way we're playing, <laughs> what about scoring from a corner? That'd be nice, wouldn't it? It definitely would be. Um, but yeah, like you said, we are building, like Tom said, we are building another team from pure... Um, we aren't going to... See, what was that comment by him, by Reese? We aren't any good at corners, Jamie, so we think we'd rather have precise and silly shots at least. Well, yeah, I understand that. But if you don't if you don't take your chance, you don't know. If you don't have a shot, you haven't got a chance of scoring, have you? Sometimes it's just a bit a bit too much. See, people are picking it's not about the odd goal in three. That's three goals we've scored from distance. It's about oh, having a pop on goal. Not just for the going in the back of the net. But taking chances and and scoring, not not just scoring, but taking chances from long range shots and getting deflection, getting a parry off the keeper, and it's a simple tap in for Vardy to get his goal rate up, and everyone will be raving of it. We don't take, we've had the least amount of shots. That's all I'm saying. Not that I'm not enjoying it. It's the last few weeks. I know a couple of weeks ago I had a bit of a moment and a bit of a wobble about it, but we we need to create more, have more pops on goal. See the picking, yeah, they're picking up. I, it's, I, not, it's not about I, the odd goal. It's not. People are saying because I'm saying we're not having enough outside shot. We're not having enough shots. That's four or five goals we've scored. Yeah, they are. If you, Michael says, "Can't win the lottery if you don't buy a ticket. If you don't have a shot, you can't score." We don't have enough shots in the I, game. I think in my we've got. Well, I think we've just got players like Madison, um, Yuri Tillemans, Dennis Pratt. They're they're all looking. Harvey Barnes. We are looking for this slick slick passing. And today we were. At times, there was some superb play oh, yeah. from Leicester. Oh, yeah. I totally uh, agree with it. But we just need to oh. have a few more. Tillemans used to come in. When he first came in, Tillemans used to rifle shots in, left, right and centre. Not scoring many. But he used to rifle them in. And some of them were thunderbolts. You don't even see him having a pop today. Well, he did today, didn't he, with his left foot. And it went about 10 I yards know, wide. I, but, but you do see him making several like absolutely stunning through balls from, from midfield, which is really... I think, I, think this, I think they're playing how Brendan's asking them to play as a team oh, yeah. performance. I just like Andy says, just need to take a few more shots, have a few more pops. That's all. Like the old-fashioned one, I keep going back old school. Like you need to have a few more shots on target. Yeah, Matt. Matt is here is effectively saying it's now about keeping this group together and not selling any players. And I think that's going to be so right. Is he, I think Matt's on to something there, Jack. Is we we mustn't let these. We mustn't. I don't want this summer to be about. I don't know who who are we going to pick. Madison, maybe is this going to be this summer's seventy, eighty million pound player we sell, or Yuri? I don't know. I don't want to get into that again. No, forget that. We need to keep the squad as it is. We're not a selling club. We don't want to be a selling club. You sell your best players. You don't really do well, do you? After you've like sold them players, obviously people say, oh, "Yeah, but you can buy better players." But who's better players? You don't really know, do you? From these other divisions. But if we can get a squad together, this this squad's going places and under the right management as well as Brendan. 
he could be taking us to like trophy winning seasons and all that. So we've just got to buckle up and enjoy the ride. Jack, thanks for joining us. We'll see Cheers, you guys. soon. See you tomorrow, um, Jamie. Yeah, thanks, pal. Jack. Come on then, Jamie. What's on tomorrow? The Aftermath Show. An actual <laughs> proper Aftermath Show. Talking no. about the football instead of no. previewing Preview. the football. <laughs> yes. Are you looking forward to it? It's going to be different. I'm going to talk about long-range to shots tomorrow. Yeah, I'm going to talk about <laughs> long-range shots tomorrow. <laughs> I'm going to come on and I'm going to be there messaging, saying, bloody hell, Jamie, with the, with it's... top four in the Premier League and we're in the Europa last 32. We've got just yeah, but, yeah, crushed, but I'm not, I'm not disagreeing with that. Side. I'm just disagreeing with we need to have a few more pops on goal when we're in them chances instead of going wide. I know it's working so far. I know a win's a win. Yeah, Nick, I agree with you. If we win 1-0, win 9-0. It's just the chances that we take. We need to take a few more chances. Yeah. Like you've said I... in the 90th minute, when we're passing it at the back and we're 1-0 down, we're still uh, side to side, back to back. It's the same kind of thing. We need more pops on goal. We need, we need to lump it up there. Yeah, I, I agree. And Jamie, a lot a lot of fans have put in the comments here, I've tried to put some on screen, they do understand what you're saying and they do, a lot of people agree with you and obviously Anthony Beebe started that uh, conversation off. But um, Cheers, Anthony. Yeah, I think it's I think it's an interesting one. Um, anyway, 10am tomorrow morning. The, somebody's yes, just put in there, somebody's just said, Mick Moore said to you, when's the pool coming out? It's a bit cold for that, isn't it? Oh, it's bloody freezing at the minute, isn't it? You wouldn't even want to you know when you've got a little kid and you put your elbow in like that to test the water you wouldn't even want to do that it is I love it. absolutely Baltic over here Jamie We're say in the Baltic of storm. Is, how cold is it 14 degrees no 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 no. it's nearly zero I did you can't get that in Mallorca can you oh yeah there's snow we've had snow really in the mountains I'm not quite snowed in like Madrid is but we've had snow in the mountains and it is the last three days four days it's been uh, storm Philomena and it's been a nightmare and rain, oh, it's been horrendous. And having no toilet or shower, it makes it even worse. <laughs> Jamie, thanks for joining us. We'll see you all tomorrow morning at 10am in the Foxes Aftermath Show. Yes, you certainly will. So I'll be thanks, here. Thanks to Jamie. I'm going to let the last couple of comments come in here. Um, thanks, everybody, for watching. Thanks for Tom and Locks who took us through the whole match. That was great. Again, thanks, everybody, who's put the comments in. If you can all like and share this video, we always appreciate that. Um, I think it's been another good day for Leicester. Let's not get carried away, but we're doing well in the FA Cup, well in the Europa League, and of course, super well in the league. Thanks as ever to all you guys for getting your views and getting your comments in. We couldn't do the shows without you. If you're watching on YouTube, please do subscribe. If you're watching on Facebook, Twitter, give us a like and a share. And as ever, thanks to these guys for helping us bring you Leicester Fan TV. Welcome to Leicester Fan TV. With special thanks to our pals at ADT Taxis, Beatman, Piglet's Pantry, Tiger, Lester Garage Conversions, Pink Vehicle Leasing, Hologram, The Fox's Arms, Moyer Weight Interiors, and our chosen charity, Memphis UK. We bring you the fans' views on the match each week, and your views matter to us. Join the fans' debate each match with us. Follow us at Lester Fan TV.
Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.